How's it going, Nam? Hey, Nick. What's going on? Nothing. How was your week? You know, this weekend's been pretty, pretty relaxing. Yeah? Yeah. Finally, today I took the day, laid in bed, wallowed a little bit, and, <laughs> you know, just took my time, started a new TV show. That's great. I think I'm going to have to agree with you. Did you this... do anything fun today? Not really. I would say that it was fun, but it's fun to me because I did absolutely nothing. I got to hang out with Kyle and Cooper, and that's the life for me right now. But you know, what I've realized over the years, you just need to take a second to yourself and relax. Yes. I mean, I think that work-life balance is definitely important. Very true. Um, I think it's especially in a very high stressful jobs that we have. Um, it's it's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. But um, so besides relaxing, did you I'm assuming you didn't focus on work whatsoever. Maybe a little bit. Are we growing? Oh, I did a little bit. Oh, OK. We're not growing. I mean, I, I think I took some time. I mean, totally watched <laughs> um, definitely a new TV show, started a new series and everything. So, I mean, that's some time to myself. But, I mean, I don't know. I, was okay. get, I, I feel like I get more anxious when I'm not connected, plugged in, checking email or getting email notifications. Like, like Saturday mornings, if I'm not getting emails and I'm, like, freaking out, refreshing it, seeing, like, is my outlook broken? Do I need to call help desk to help or yeah. whatever? So it gets that stresses me out when I'm not connected, right? Which is I, a bad habit. I get that because like this week and weekend, I've I've been on call. I've been on the hotline, and I know you and your three phones over here. I know, <laughs> and so I feel like I've had to be plugged in, but I'm I'm glad I found somewhat of a balance throughout everything to try and still enjoy my weekend. <laughs> no, that's totally fair. I mean. Finding that mid- middle, like mm-hmm. for me, I don't know if it's whether it's just being connected, but also being able to do things like the freedom to go, you know, to the store, to hang out with friends, to, you know, do the podcast, whatever. I think it definitely helps. Right. Um, but if I was fully disconnected, I, I think it'd give me more anxiety and I'm not really relaxed. Right. Well, Let me ask you this. When can you internally within yourself feel like you need to work on that balance? Like you're either way too overwhelmed or way too relaxed. You know, so I I, I do this gut check every year at the end of the year. So our (laughs) our vacation time ends at the end of the year. And there's a report that sends out that says, hey, you've used this much time. This is how much you had at the beginning of the year. This is how much you used. And this is how much is left. And I. You know, this is the first year they rolled over vacation because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I rolled over like the full, almost the full amount from that I started with last year. Wow. So this year I have like almost double vacation. Mm-hmm. But my boss is like, yeah, you need to take this because you're not rolling like eight weeks over next year. Right. That's so, true. Yeah. So I think that's that's my realization, the gut check that I had. Okay. So how about you? I think for me, my... Mine more in tunes with my body. So whether I start getting sick, I usually can tell right then, okay, something's wrong. Either I'm majorly stressed out or I'm I'm not giving myself enough time. 
Or, um, and it's the same with, I'm overly tired. And I think I was feeling that a lot last week. And so maybe because I was feeling that, I gave myself more time over the weekend to just chill. But you know what? I mean, when you're stressed, you tend to have that aura, right? Right. You tend to have, I don't want to say radiate off like stress, but Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I I think you and Kyle can definitely tell when I'm stressed and, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, You know, someone came up to me the other day and was like, yeah, when you walk into a room, you're just uptight and it takes you a little bit to decompress. I was like, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, I came from work. Yeah. And I never put two and two together because, I mean, you're in yourself. But there's definitely a different energy when you're stressed, Mm. high strung, and, you know, you're out there. Very true. Yes. So, I mean, that's my perspective, at least. Right. So how do you correct that energy? Because I believe believe in energies, and that's rating off of people and auras, stuff like that. Um, But how do you align that? Lots of drinking. Kidding. Oh. <laughs> Kidding. Um, I mean, well, I mean, it's good to decompress. I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, drinking a whole liter of whiskey. That do not advise that. And if you if you are, like, let shoot us a DM and let's talk about it. Like, yeah, let's, I'm down to help. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's good at the end of the day just to have a you know a can of beer while you're cooking dinner, or you know, a glass of wine, or whatever you're drinking. Um, and that's just your decompression for that at the end of the day when you're you know, locked off, you're just ready to relax and just starting your evening. So, I mean, I know a lot of people from from where I work, that's how they decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? I mean, I think I'm very, very similar. And one thing I would like to work on um, throughout the year is when I have those signs, um, a lot of my coworkers actually do this where they're going to get facials or massages or they're going to the chiropractor. Wish that was me. I wish I could get myself to leave early um, on a Friday or any day of the week and decide to go treat myself to a facial. But it's going to be something I'm going to work on. You know, I. <clears throat> so it's funny that you bring up the chiropractor because I totally find going to the chiropractor the most soothing thing. <laughs> like the act of getting your back readjusted, cracked. You're hearing every little pop, you're like, you know you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. That is the one time where you're like, okay. Well, I've never been to one, so I guess that that needs to go on my bucket list for the year. Okay, we're going to talk after this. <laughs> we're we're going to need to schedule with my chiropractor. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm ready. Like, everything from your back, your neck, your even your fingers. Like, it's great. Okay. All right. I I will try anything once. Well, not say anything. Heights. Um, snakes, sharks, that kind of stuff won't try. But you know, a simple crack, I'll do it. So we're talking about like crack in the back, not 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 the drug. <laughs> we're we're talking about readjusting Emily's back with a chiropractor. <laughs> just just to clarify for any legal reasons. <laughs> but oh, I mean, no, I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. Every you know. Within the legal scope of yes. the law. <laughs> yes, guys. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, doing different things. Like, for some reason, I oddly find it comforting and satisfying going to the farmer's market and buying groceries. Mm. Like, that's... Love a grocery store. Yeah. Well, it's not even a grocery store. It's like one of those open markets. Well, I know, but I still love a grocery store. Fair. 
<laughs> but I mean, it. You know, a lot of people have said that, like, you know, they find so much solitude going to the grocery store. Think about it. I mean, for us, we don't have kids, but for the working parent who has two, three kids at home, possibly a pet, a spouse that they're coming home to, and then they just worked forty hours a week. Like, I can see how that grocery shopping definitely yeah. is that decompression. Yeah. Like, and I, I totally get why people walk through the aisles like in zigzag now. Mm-hmm. They're not going through it just because of zigzags. They're going through it because, like, they're just there's something soothing about pushing a smooth cart through an aisle that's especially an empty aisle. Everything mm-hmm. about that. I mean, I definitely do it. I guess I never really realized that that's the reason why I was doing it. Like your subconscious is like yeah, you're you're unconsciously doing it now. Your subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna stop there. But I mean, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. It's like you're doing it without thinking. Yeah. And, and you find comfort in it. Yeah. So. so, what are little things you could do, um, whether while you're at home or while you're at work, to improve that balance? You know, that's a great question. So, I mean, I think you have to think about it. There are a lot of people out there who still work from home during mm-hmm. COVID. So. For those working at home, I mean, I definitely found that I was working more hours than I do in the office. Yeah. Um, and definitely taking less breaks, like no lunch breaks. There were no coffee breaks. There were no like water cooler talk. It was just straight working, getting stuff done, and then going from there. But I mean, the best way that I've combated, especially that way, you know, you know, working at home during COVID was. Just taking a break or like, you know, I was renovating my house. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to paint a wall real quick and that'd take 20 minutes and then come back, kick off another four hours of work and then come back. Same thing. Go paint another wall or that- go, you know, run, do a Home Depot run, whatever. Yeah. But those little breaks definitely help refocus your mind. Um, I think, you know, working in the office now, it's more of, hey, let me go get a cup of coffee or let me go take a walk real quick. or see who's in the office mm-hmm. i definitely do that more now just thinking about it like hey let's walk around the building and see who's in the office or let me go see you know if i need to go get a drink or if water check whatever so very true i think um i never had the pleasure of working from home so i can't relate but i think from what i've heard from people a lot of the times is that you need to establish set times for one and then you need to actually unplug and that's the most difficult thing to do especially if if you're not having to tend to children or tend to another person or an animal you can get stuck there for hours upon hours just doing your work um but I found and I'm not great at this at work because I don't I rarely take a lunch, at least a full lunch. Um, And so I've got to implement stuff. But I found that creating a task list for that day has been very helpful. Because once I have completed all of that, I know my day has been productive. And I can rest easy going home. I'm not as anxious. Yeah, I get that. No, I get that. 
Do you use post notes? Because I totally use post notes. I love, yeah, post notes. I I just love writing. I like seeing and being able to scratch off. So my favorite thing is when you're scratching it off and you finish the post note, you rip it off, crumple it, and throw it in the trash can. Yes, very soothing. Whatever you need to do that you feel would be best to make yourself be able to unplug once you leave the office, I think is the best thing you can do. Um, because you don't want to focus on work once you're in the comfort of your home. Why ruin that space? So I've gone into the bad habit of using an iPad to answer email before I go to bed. Oh, no. Like, I have email loaded up on iPad, and I'll just, like, sit there, like, scroll through it, retype, oh, hey, I missed this email. Um, I'm definitely, like, you know, and I'm not saying I'm just solely doing that. Like, I'm watching a TV show, I'm, like, answering a random email. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm, you know watching a youtube video or whatever and then i'm like oh let me just go answer this i am or whatever like i've gone to that that bad habit mm-hmm. so uh yeah definitely need to break that but i mean for me in my industry i mean we work with people all over the world so it's hard to stop especially when you know when we're done working someone else is about to start so it's like you know for someone in leadership it's hard to just dis- disconnect when right. you're not in chart like when you need to be guiding that person mm-hmm. so that that's where i've had issues um what i've done to correct that though is i'll leave them a checklist and then i'll wait for them to say okay if they have a question i'll answer the question i'm not just actively sitting there waiting or you know actively like making sure i'm online for like the next three hours in case they need something setting that precedent saying hey if you need something like hit me up on you know i am and then we can talk about it but that gives me time to kind of decompress, relax, and do my thing. And then just answering from my phone is like two seconds. Yeah, I think one boundary, and I think boundaries are very important, but one boundary I definitely set that I see a lot of my coworkers doing is putting their email on their phones or personal devices. And I have refused um, because when I'm... When I'm on call, I get it. I need to have a work phone on me at all times. But when I'm on, when I'm off and not on call, I don't want my work email popping up. I don't need to know. I will respond at 8 a.m. in the morning when I'm back in the office. You know, that's a, that's a great perspective because one of my um, workers, definitely, she, she told me the other day, she was like, yeah, I finally put email on my phone. And I was like, oh, you didn't have this the whole time. And I was like, not a big deal. But I realized, you know, She's a full-time mom. She has three daughters, like a husband. You know, she works 40 hours. She lives, like, 40 minutes away. Like, yeah, you don't want to be looking at email when you're looking at your phone for the first time. Is I mean, that essentially, you start hating your phone, right? Right. So I, I think that's definitely good. So I've taken more of the perspective. I'm trying to start the perspective of, like, work will be there when you get back. Mm-hmm. Same thing with vacation. Take a vacation. Yes. Work will be there when you get back. Yeah. So. What about, speaking of vacation, what about actually taking those days and enjoying those days while you're off? Because I remember last year when I just started this job, um, Kyle and his family and I, we took a trip to Minnesota and I was glued to my work phone making calls about cases, you know, checking up on the office, stuff like that. I haven't had to take a vacation since then, so 
I'm not sure how I will react when I do so again, but how do you do that? So, and that's a great question because when I took our first major vacation um, a few years ago and, you know, we were off the grid for a whole week, you know, I, I did everything in my power to make sure all my stuff was taken care of, you know, like when we got to a port and there was like free Wi-Fi, checked it, like you had to realize like if it was really important and that major, they would find a way to contact you. Right. But that decompression is definitely important, especially like it goes back to what I was saying earlier, like the email will be there when you get back. Yes, it might take you a week to answer all your emails, but I mean, you're the French have this concept of like you work to live and Americans have this concept of you live to work. Mm. So, you know, that's something that I've had to take that perspective in and realize like more of the French perspective of like you are working to live your life. Like your life isn't your job. Yeah. Very true. So, I mean, that's and it takes a while to shift your mindset there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough. I think that's something throughout the years I'm definitely going to have to learn. Um, I think luckily this year, you know, with all of my travels that I plan on doing, I'm going to force myself because I don't want to ruin a honeymoon or a bachelorette party on work. Mm -hmm. So we'll see after that those trips how i how i do <laughs> no that's fair i mean the best way especially if you're if you really have to be connected and i definitely have had those vacations check your email once a day once in the morning if it was like anything that's not super important you can answer it when you get back just read the subject line if it doesn't say urgent if it doesn't say hey i need attention now or if it's not like high priority whatever like don't answer it yeah. Like, if it was that important, they'd, like, tag you or they would have IM'd you or whatever. Just check it right in the morning. Um, my favorite, actually, is to do it when you're brushing your teeth. Hmm. Think about it. You're brushing your teeth. I mean, I have an electric toothbrush. I don't know. Most people do, I think, this modern age. Yeah. Some people don't. But, I mean, you can brush your teeth with one hand and scroll through email with the other. Very true. So. I think um, the biggest battle in all of this is letting go of control oh that's gonna and... be the toughest battle it's definitely the toughest battle yeah and so you'll have to work within yourself on how to feel comfortable to do that no i mean i i get that i mean the other thing about it like totally control is one thing but you have to there also is partial There's also partially control over, um, you know, having that control or having the lack of control. Right. So, I mean, you can control the lack of control, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like in a weird Matrix way, but like, I mean, <clears throat> you just have to think about it that way. Yeah, very true. I think this is a subject that everyone can grow on no matter how old you are. Um, but especially when you're young, getting into a workforce, into a new workforce, and you're just wanting to do the best job you can, 
thinking that the best job is working those long hours doing exactly what you know needs to be done um every single day but and not essentially enjoying your time off yeah i mean so obviously we talked about bad habits but good habits to making sure you have that separation you talked about not having your email on your personal phone Mm -hmm. um you know, you talked about, like, the post-it notes keeping you on task. Yeah. But are there any other good habits that you've developed or any bad ones that you wish you could get rid of? Um, I think a bad habit that I have actually still do, and I don't know how to come off of it, but it's it's more surrounding lunch. Like, while I'm at work, you know, I'm not giving me myself that time. Whether that's 15 seconds here to look on my phone or a full 30 minute or an hour lunch, I don't, I rarely do that. So that's definitely a bad habit for me. Just, I need to learn to just close my office if I'm staying for lunch, close my office, eat my lunch in peace, maybe watch a a little show and just utilize that amount of time. No, I agree with that. I mean, so now with us working in the office, I mean, we, we've we tried eating out every day. It gets really expensive. So yeah. <laughs> we've said, hey, we're eating out twice a day, or twice a week, excuse me. Um, not twice a day. That's a lot of eating out. <laughs> but like twice a day and then saying, hey, on the days that we pack lunch, let's just go upstairs to the cafe and sit, talk, eat lunch, or um, if, you know, maybe one or two people there. And especially talk, kind of relate to your other coworkers. So, like, I don't know if you have the opportunity to, like, connect with someone else in the office who's equally working through lunch. Can you, like, say, hey, let's go grab lunch or, hey, do you want to go get a cup of coffee? Um, You know, make make that effort to make that separation. Right. So I think that's possible. Yep. Very true. Okay, Nick. Is it time? I think it is. Yay! controversial question of the day so the question is is there a point where there's too much relaxation i think so i think there is and and let me explain why i think when it's affecting your ability at work or Um, your ability to get things done in a timely manner because everyone who knows me knows I am a major procrastinator but I don't let it impact my work quality and so when it starts to impact that I think you've gone too far no that's fair um the best way I would have answered this question and in my perspective if you come to work and you you see somebody like, and this has happened recently, it's like, if you have to ask, what does this person actually do? Mm. And you can't answer that? Mm-hmm. Then I think that's the big red flag right there, right? Yeah. Like, if you can't answer, like, what Jim Bob does on a daily basis, then is Jim Bob really doing his job? Right. And, I mean, is that a good thing for Jim Bob in the next layoff? Probably not. So, I mean, just think about it that way. I think things can also be said, I think, at least for those, and Nick, we don't have to think about this right now because we're not parents, but eventually, one of these days, we'll have almost three separate 
subsections to think about within life. That's work. That's being a parent, being a mom, being a wife, being a husband, whoever, and then having me time. And so whenever that me time is impeding into those other two sections within your life, whether that's work or being able to provide for your family, not necessarily financially, but in other ways, I think that can impede too. And, and something you wouldn't think as work-life balance, but it's life on life. No, I, I, totally, I totally agree with that. So another question for you, and I mean, I don't think we can answer this one, but it's definitely for our audience. For our audience that has, that, that have kids and have, you know, like the full-time job and how do you get that work-life balance or like, how do you relax and do you de-wind? Mm. Like, what is the best way as a parent, as a wife, as a husband? As a father, do you rewind, uh, like unwind, yeah, like from the day, or like get your me time, as Emily is saying. Very true. So, I would uh, like to know that. I'm kind of curious about that because I mean, like as a non dad right now, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and woodwork, whatever. But like, what if my kid wants to do that with me? Then yeah. that's not really me time anymore. Or like, oh, like you can't go swimming and just like not care about your kid. Like your kid's gonna want to swim with you, right? Like. Or, you know, you have to watch them because they could drown. Right. You know, that's kind of important. <laughs> so. I mean, I hate, I hate to bring this up, but it's like the concept of like, oh, man, your parents taking a really long time in the bathroom, you know, <laughs> like they kind of get why they're hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. Like that's their me time. Like. If if your mom brings her sewing kit to the bathroom and everything, like <laughs> there's a reason why she's bringing it in there, and it's not to use the bathroom. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, let us know. I would actually love to hear that because as the years go on, you know, hopefully we'll be fortunate to be in y'all situation, and I'll need all the advice I can get. Same. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to revisit this topic in another year or two. Yeah. See how that goes. But all right. Talk to you later. Thanks, Nick. Bye, guys. Bye.